Hello. Welcome to the Power of Podcast by York Community Church. Each week, we will look at a different topic to empower us as we live life as Christians. We will be hearing from various people from YCC as they share their thoughts and experiences on each topic, and we pray this will encourage you in your walk with God. So welcome to an episode of the YCC podcast. Uh, This time we are talking about the power of prophecy. I'm Jess and I'm here with Jane Lewis. So Jane, what is prophecy? Uh, Like within the context of of Christianity, what is prophecy? Mm. Well, hi, Jess. It's good to be with you this evening, having a a chat about this subject. Um, Yeah, prophecy... I think is uh, a word or uh, a picture uh, given by God um, which brings revelation into situations. So it's not about foretelling the future in that sense, um, but it its purpose is about encouraging and strengthening and building people up and um, bringing revelation and understanding I think into situations which wouldn't be there if we didn't have that prophetic insight from God. Yes so in the Bible there are people who are prophets who like their specific thing is to um, prophesy. Is that what we're talking about here or is it is it something slightly more nuanced would you say yeah I I think it's a bit broader than that because we're talking about the the power of prophecy and um, we'll get into a conversation I guess about how prophecy operates and um, how it brings benefits to the church and actually those outside the church Um, I think in the Old Testament in the Bible there are um, many Uh, individuals who would have been seen as prophets so that would have been a label if you like an an office a role Um, as we move into the new testament I think it's clear that there are situations where people were recognized within the early church as having a prophetic gift and able to speak into situations in a timely way um and would be um, yeah understood to have that that gift just as we would look at people who have the gift of teaching or um, pastoring or leading um, so I suppose it, it's the term prophet you would maybe um, use to um, it would have been used biblically I think to describe someone who was speaking prophetically on an ongoing regular basis if that makes sense um i think in terms of how it gets used today um sometimes it's not always <laughs> that helpful because it has a loadedness about it mm. talking about whether somebody is a prophet or not yes so if if prophecy is a gift then is it something that anyone can have or can seek Mm. yeah good question good question um I think it is 
Um, so there's a parallel for me, I guess, between um, prophecy and evangelism and sharing our faith. So we're all commanded by Jesus to go into all the world and make disciples of, of all nations. That doesn't necessarily mean that everyone is a um, an evangelist. So is very confident in sharing their faith. And when they speak, people become Christians. Um, but all of us are called to bear witness. And I think there's a similarity with prophecy as well. I think God uses um, everybody probably at some point in their life to actually speak prophetically into someone else's life. It could be on a one to one with someone that actually maybe, you know, really well as a friend, but you say just the right thing at the right time, which is what they need to hear. And um, I think it's everything from that to encountering someone that you've never met before who brings something very, very clearly from God, which they couldn't possibly know because they they don't know you. Um, and I think prophecy is is all of that spectrum and and more. Yes. So prophecy can can exist in lots of different environments hmm. um is is kind of what you're saying there i wonder if we can look first at how um prophecy might work in um the church environment hmm. and yeah how to, yeah how to go about um yeah that yeah um i i think um as a church, if I just talk about YCC for a minute rather than just the church generally, um, it's about creating space for um, prophecy to be able to take place. So um, over the last decade or so, um, we've tried to be more and more intentional um, about having time for people to be able to listen Um to God and actually pray with other people and it is in that listening space um, as we hear from God that we then have something to share with with others which may be really helpful to them for building them up and encouraging them which at the beginning as I was saying that's what prophecy is about so I think you have to make room for it and I think prophecy is also one of those things that you have to practice as well. So we have to be open as Christians to listen from God, listen to God and hear things from him um, and then be willing to share that with somebody else yeah. as well. And there's a big confidence thing, I think, because it can be quite a scary thing if you, you, you've maybe been praying about somebody and you feel that you've heard something might be a word of scripture or, um, you know, something which could be a picture that you've got. Um, it can be quite daunting to kind of go and then share that with somebody because you don't know quite how they're going to react. So I think we have to be able to give each other permission and maybe to get that wrong as well in terms of the the practicing of of that um yeah yeah so in terms of yes and be and be yeah how do you go up to somebody and sort of do that 
do that sen you know sensitively i guess in 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 the in in the occasion that you know it it might go wrong it might not have been mm. the right thing to to say in that moment yeah um i know definitely i i really relate to you saying it's it's about a confidence thing i think prophecy is about um practice and there are there are two main things i think that you need to practice one is the having you know listening to god and having that image or that word um you know you can practice listening to god and you can practice sort of like um the interpretation of what that might be um and the other thing is just practicing the confidence of them once you've got something to say to somebody or yeah. um to a group of people having the confidence to express that and i don't think it's necessarily you know you you build up practice and then okay now i've now i've got the ability to go and prophesy to whoever i you know so get prophecy for um and i i see that in my own life i as a um teenager there were multiple times where i have had a word or an image for somebody and been able to felt able to go up to them and tell them that and it is mm. a case of the more times you do that the more confidence you have to do it again mm. but then now i've been you know so since i came to university i've struggled more with social anxiety and mm. um sort of stepped away from doing that and it's become a lot harder on the occasion that I do have a word for somebody to actually express that. Mm. So I don't think it's a, you know, fix all, you build up a bunch of practice and suddenly you're all fine. But um, mm. yeah, that would be my take on, yeah. on that. And so so let's just sort of think about that in terms of um, the the what we might have heard from God and then the how we communicate that. So if you like the delivery mechanism, yeah. And we all know that we've got multiple communication mechanisms open to us these days. We can have face to face, which, to be fair, has been the rarest over, <laughs> over the, the last, last two years. years. Yeah. Um, you know, but you can video chat with somebody. We can text. Um, uh, you can just have a, a phone call um, or old school. You could actually send somebody a letter or actually a postcard or a note or something. Um, and so I think um, not everything has to be delivered face-to-face -face in terms of eyeballing somebody. I've certainly had plenty of communications over the years which have been anonymous, if you like, from people. Um, and there is something quite powerful about seeing something written down because you you have it to actually reflect on. Yeah. Um, and sometimes when you have that face-to-face -face, um, conversation with somebody, you don't always take in exactly what's been said. Um, you know, not, not always. Um, so I, I think there are choices for us and I think the Lord knows what we're like. Some people are actually very, very good written communicators and if that is somebody that's listening, then, you know, don't shy away from that. But maybe that is the, the way that um, you can 
uh, communicate what you think God is saying, whether that's a text or a, or a letter or an email or whatever. Um, if you're better face to face and verbally, then it might be a phone call or a, a face to face conversation. And with prophecy, when we hear from God for somebody else, how we frame that and share it with someone is quite important. So um, I am not a big fan of um, the the sort of historic prefacing, I suppose, that went on in some churches, which is, you know, I have a word from the Lord for everybody, you know, and yeah. thus says the Lord and all of that. I don't really think that's very helpful because we have to recognise that we might not be right. Um but when we get a word from somebody, we, we have the opportunity to weigh that internally, you know, to sort of say, oh, God, is, is this, have I got this right? You know, Lord, is it is it right that I need to share that? Um, and um, just being confident enough to be able to do that. But also to preface it for the person to say, look, Jess, I've, I was thinking about you during the week. I've been praying for you and... Um, I just feel that I really need to share this scripture with you, this picture, this word. Um, but you need to just weigh that. And if it resonates with something that is going on in your life, then, you know, yeah. th this could be from God. Um, yeah, I think prophecy exists to um, encourage and strengthen. Mm. And so one thing um, we were sort of, taught when it, the concept was introduced to us in uh, church youth was mm. you know to reflect on it a with yourself you know is do you know is this godly is this encouraging mm. is this strengthening um but also you know if you're not entirely sure then mm. there are other people around you that you can you can go mm. to and say hey i think you know i think god's saying this um for a particular situation or for a particular person mm. um you know do you, you know do you think that that's something i should sh share with them maybe somebody who mm. um yeah who also know, who also knows that person who maybe knows you know is that something that they're going to take um as encouraging mm. yeah yeah i think that's a really good point actually jess that um it's you know we we have a responsibility to communicate, you know, when we hear from God, but actually having someone else that you can pre-share it with to say, I I'm not sure about this, because um, particularly if it's someone that you maybe don't know so well, you may not know what is going on in their life at that time. And actually, that might be the point of you actually getting that word of scripture. I think sharing scriptures with people is is probably the safest thing. Mm because the word of God is, is the word of God. And yes. that's just generally encouraging and upbuilding. I think it's when it, it becomes a, a lot more, um, you know, specific. Um, and I think the, the trickier ones are to do with um, those that are linked to directional um, things for, for people, you know, when you know somebody is weighing a, a decision yes. around things. Um I think those can be the the harder ones because you're absolutely right. It is about building up and edifying. And I think if you're on the receiving end of, of somebody sharing something with you prophetically and it just leaves you disturbed and churned up, 
then my my go-to would be you actually just need to you need to sort of you know walk away from that probably yes um not everything said to 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 you you know not everything that somebody says may actually be a reflection and there's somebody Mm. who's receiving that Mm. you also have um the ability to discern whether or that whether or not that is appropriate Mm. for you yeah would you say yeah yes no we do and and it's important that as we um you know if we seek god about um having um you know prophetic insight or you know we we want to move into that space of of having words or pictures or or songs or whatever for people then we have to take the responsibility to weigh those carefully and um move ourselves out of the the picture so that it is focused on the person that we we're we're praying for and thinking about um and i think there are two key things for me one is listening so if you're with somebody and praying for them, um, expect that God might share something or yep. give you some insight. But we, you know, we have two ears and one mouth. And so we need we need to make sure we are doubly listening to the person that we're praying with, um, but also to, to God at the same time so that we are, um, you know, we're we're sort of really paying attention to that rather than jumping in with what we think is a nice thought maybe <laughs> yes i love that we have two ears and one mouth i've never heard i've never heard that interpretation of 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 that um so we're talking a lot about um prophecy on a one-to-one basis mm. um how you know how do you think the things we've talked about so far differ when we you know in uh, in a group setting mm. or a uh, a corporate setting where there's more people mm. um at play yeah so um i love the way that you described your your journey in terms of the the confidence because i i think that does play a big part in the prophetic um when you're having a one-to-one conversation with someone like we are tonight um and i share something with you it's just between the two of us so if if i've got that wrong or if i've got it right the only people that are going to know that are you and i once we move out into a group setting and then even further into a corporate setting um there's uh, i think we can become more uh, fearful and anxious about that um so i think home groups are a really good place to um you know to exercise prophetic um gift because for most of us that'll be a group of people that we're we're sort of um doing life with on an ongoing basis yeah. so we're pastorally committed to those individuals and um i'm not a big fan of the sort of hit and run prophetic where you share something and then you you sort of um you never have any pastoral responsibility for for what that is is the impact of it yes that makes sense it's not a good phrase but but it's that that sort of dropping something and then not not being responsible for the consequences of it um and i think home groups and uh, youth groups or those places where we are alongside people over time I think is a really good place to practice the prophetic because we're we see the 
the outworking of that in a really positive way and it builds our confidence you know so if I share something with you you can come back and say oh my goodness that was just so I had such a rubbish week last week and that was so good that you shared that with me because I didn't know that stuff was coming towards me it didn't make any sense at the time but actually looking back on the last week it was it was really good not only are you able to deal pastorally sort of in the immediate aftermath of having shared something but also Mm. you're seeing these people on a weekly Mm. basis um afterwards yeah Mm. and also just having a group of people that you you're already aware of Mm. you know not everything but a lot of the things that they're dealing with um so yeah yeah already having an awareness of what is and isn't appropriate to Mm. say is yeah yeah and i think as you sort of move that up to a larger group if you like um in a corporate setting um then it's um i think you have to be much more sure-footed about um how you intervene and how you you speak um and um i think if you have something for someone specific um then probably my advice would be you would still do that on a one-to-one mm. unless there was a reason why you you couldn't do that as opposed to sharing it publicly in front yes. of everybody. But sometimes there are those prophetic things um, which are for the church corporate. And I think in my experience, um, 2004, I went on a, a church um, prayer day away and... Um, just got this deluge of things really from God but one of the big pieces in that was Isaiah 55 for for us as a a church as YCC but it it took me probably about two or three years before I actually even had a conversation Mm. with the then pastor about it because I I didn't really understand myself what it what it meant Um, but I think it has proven to be those verses those scriptures have um given us a I think an insight as YCC into some of the things that God had planned for us but you can't possibly know all that at the the time so um we do need to weigh you know weigh things carefully before launching into a a corporate setting I think do you think you have to understand the sort of meaning behind the word or a picture you've been given before no, I don't sharing think, that. No, I don't think you do. So I'll give you a really recent example. Um, so increase um, th- this year, um, I was uh, praying with someone, and um, they um, they shared something with with me for me. So we were praying for each other mm. in that, and and I think that's really important. If you you know if you're moving in the prophetic, you also need to be ministered to as well. Um, but uh, the person said I, d- I don't know because I don't really feel I know anything about you so I don't know whether this is right but they shared what they felt God had said to them um, and actually it was it was totally spot on mm. totally spot on and it really confirmed for me in a very very helpful way um, some of the things that had been playing out over the previous couple of months um, so incredibly helpful but that person was very very nervous about actually saying that because they were like i i don't really i don't really understand what you know sort of saying to you and i i don't know whether it's right or not really mean anything to me because 
I don't have the context that this is for. Mm. Um, yeah. Or or it may just be that it doesn't feel like very much. Yeah. Either. You know, three or four words in a sentence. Um, but actually could be incredibly important for someone else. And that's why it's good for us not to try and filter it and put our spin on it. Mm. We need to share what what we've heard because if it resonates for the person it's important that we haven't altered it because as we receive it is what the person needs to hear yes yes um so we've talked a lot about how prophecy um in the church setting works i wonder if we could just talk briefly um about how prophecy works in evangelism Mm. or how how we involve prophecy when we're talking to people who aren't christians Mm. Yeah. So I am a I'm a really, really strong believer of um, the role of of prophecy um, amongst those who don't yet know Jesus. Um, So it could be an evangelistic context. So um, Mark and I um, did about four or five university missions after we were students in our 20s. So we would go with a mission team, um, be on campus and I saw God speak to people in in just amazing ways, not just through things that I was saying, but things that other people shared, which really made people who were um, seeking God think very, very profoundly because God spoke to them in a very personal way, um, you know, which was um, just surprising for them. And I think God, God is... God is a personal God. He wants relationship. And I think um, people need to know that they're known. Yeah. And seen. And actually, that is one of the things which prophecy really is. That's the gift, I think, that it gives to people. It basically said, God God knows you and he understands the journey that you're on and he gets it. And actually this is specifically what he wants to say to you in this in this moment um and i think it also applies in in the workplace i could give you loads of examples of conversations that i've had with people in the workplace who are not christians probably would never darken the doors of the church (laughs) maybe but in those moments where you're alongside people doing life i suppose pastorally because you're working in a team with them um I do believe that God just gives us those those words to to say to people which absolutely make a difference. Yeah. You know, and it could be sharing some scripture, but I suggest don't give them a bible verse, but actually write it out in a in a card or a note or something. You can reference it, but what's important is probably the words that God wants to communicate or it it might just be a a picture, you know, which will help because it is about encouraging and building up. And I think the consequence of that is drawing us closer to Jesus and deepening our relationship with God. That's the kind of, yeah. that is the byproduct. And I don't see why that that shouldn't happen, even more for those that aren't Christians. So I have, um, yeah, I I love talking to, to people and seeing God um speak to those who haven't yet entered into that relationship with him because I don't think there are limits to the work of the Holy Spirit and that intervention that conversation can be something which is part of that person's 
journey towards Jesus. Really. Yeah. So, you know, with talking to work colleagues, that might be really quite daunting because you, you know, you still have to, you have to go if, um, you know, they go, oh, you're a, you're a Christian and I'm not going to believe anything you say because I don't believe that stuff. You know, if it's, if it's not a, um, they don't take it particularly well. You've got to go into work and see them that see them the next day. So there's a confidence thing there. And I think um, it is easier if you're, um, ha- if you have a word for somebody who you don't know at all. Mm. But I think the important thing in that scenario is to make sure that you are, you know, even if you even if you never see that person again you are mm. pastoral in that moment mm. to them um so one experience i've had i've i've had of that i shared a word for somebody but then i offered to pray with them mm. um and they took me up on that and so we mm. had this we had this moment afterwards of mm. um like de- dealing with it and dealing with the um word that I had from and there are other ways to do with that to to do that but Mm. yeah yeah and and I think that's a really good thing to do because um what's the worst that's going to happen somebody's going to say no I I'd rather not and you know you you can then say well actually I I will be praying for you anyway in the situation um so just just know that you know i don't need to pray with you now but um if you would like that i'm very happy to to do it i think as well it it's not about necessarily being um not all the words we get are, are sort of like overtly christian or overtly jesus i think yeah. sometimes it's just about god reaching out and communicating to to someone um about the situation that they're in and and maybe you seeing um God just giving you that insight as to what is maybe going on um, off stage, if you yeah. like, with with someone. So something that's going on in their life that um, they they just need to know that somebody gets that. And I think sometimes God just gives Th- us that there insight. There is a God who sees them and mm. who knows them. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Is there anything else that you would really like to share that we haven't gone through or... No, I I think the only thing I'd add is we talked about listening um, earlier on. I think the other part of it is um, spending time with God ourselves and um, really getting to know the word of God um, because that really helps us in in two ways. One is um, when we're praying for somebody, we can then, when when we get that word of, of scripture, we can we're probably more likely to be able to find it to share it with somebody so that they can go back and look at it afterwards the second thing it does is allows us to weigh better internally when we get a word for somebody is is this edifying and you know is it is it going to build them up and actually does it align with scripture you know does it align with who god is um and i think the third aspect of just being um really familiar with the word of god is that um it transforms us so the more time we spend thinking about the word of god the more that that is the filtration that we we hear things for other people through Mm. as well brilliant thank you so much for talking to me um i wonder if you'd be happy to just 
pray quickly over the um, conversation we've just had to end the podcast. Yes, thanks, Jess. Father God, I thank you that you give us these gifts um, to build us up and to encourage us and to draw us closer to you. And we thank you for um, the power of um, prophecy. We thank you that you uh, choose to share things with us which we wouldn't otherwise know, which can help our brothers and sisters in Christ, but also those that don't know you to draw nearer. And Father, I pray that you would give us wisdom and discernment um, as we seek to be those that bring your word uh, in the moment um, to those around us that are um, struggling and actually need that encouragement. For your glory. Amen. Amen.